0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Fight Club Radio. I'm Ricky Weiss, and today I feel like venting to you, my listeners, about this piece of shit in my life. I think I've mentioned him on the podcast, and his name is Red. It's a nickname, so he can't sue me. So I, get a, I go to school with Red. And from the day I met him, he was always weird. There was just something off about him. He is very skinny. He's very spastic. And he lies. He makes up stories. To seem cool. And halfway through his stories. It's always like. Yeah anyway. And then I I was covered in his blood. And then I walked away. I let him live. Some stupid shit like that. At one point he actually claimed to be. In a motorcycle... Well, he he calls it a motorcycle gang. But anybody who knows motorcycles... uh, Knows that it's not a gang. It's a club. So, let me back up. Day one, we were forced to be partners. But he was excited because... I'm one of the smarter people in the class. So, every single day that we would be working on a project... He has to... He he asks me, okay, so what do we do? Like, motherfucker, were you not looking at, are you, were you not listening to the teacher? Like, he, he shows up to school high, but I didn't know that. I thought he was just stupid. So, I've had to deal with this guy for about two months now. I do all the work. And he challenges me on every little thing. He is so fucking OCD that it's maddening. Like, I'll be measuring sheet metal, alright? And fucking... He'll be like, are you sure? I was like, what do you mean am I sure? It's, the fu- it's a fucking measuring tape. It's specifically designed to be sure. And he's gotta bother me. First of all, he's doing no work. And he's asking me if I'm doing the work correctly. Do you want to do it? He's a parasite. He's a predator. So in the beginning, I kind of felt bad for this guy. He's unemployed. And and there's been there's been a couple of days where he didn't have any food. I'm a compassionate person. So you know what I did? I I bought him food. I went to Wendy's, got him $5 worth of food. Sandwich, drink, fries. He'll survive. I, over the past two months, I've probably done that about five times. And yesterday, I just had this revelation. I'm like, this guy shows up every single day with an energy drink that costs at least $4. What a piece of shit, you know? He has the balls. To buy that. Drink it in front of the class. Sometimes he has two. And then he'll come up to me and be like. Can I borrow $20? Can you buy me a sandwich? I'm going to start telling him no. What kind of a person does that? If I ever borrowed money. I would be ashamed to go on vacation that year. Unless I paid it back. Now, I actually, I was trying to keep the peace last week. And uh, like I said, I get, I get, I'm getting A's in my class. And he is, and he is because of me, but he failed his last test. So he is like, dude, you want to come over and study? Like, I really need to do, to do well on this next test. I was like, sure, fine, we can do that. So here, here's where our story begins. I go over to his house, all right, and we're going to study. I arrive at his apartment complex. Now, side note, this man has a fiance that he lives with. His fiance works, and he does not. So all, all he has to do is, is study, show up at his house and he opens up the door and he looks like shit. Like he looks like he's been sleeping in these same pajamas for, I don't know, five days. And I wanted to say to the guy, I'm like, dude, you knew I was coming over. We've been, we planned this for like three days. I told you this morning I'd be here at about 3, 3:30 p.m. But he answers the door in like dirty clothes, dirty pajamas. I'm not saying like this is a date. But I don't want to fucking smell you. I don't need like when we're studying, try be presentable. Be a man. Like that's, that's teenage shit. We're in our upper twenties, early thirties. Try. So I take two steps in and I instantly notice there are six garbage bags in the hallway of his apartment. Like once you get into his apartment and at first I was like, oh, maybe it's just trash day. Six bags of garbage. That's kind of a fucking lot. And then I I look at the floor. And there's just a layer of grime. Just like black spots and fucking crumbs and wrappers, plastic. And I turn the corner. And then you see the kitchen. Then you see the living room. In the kitchen, there's fucking dirty clothes. Piles of dirty clothes on the floor, on the oven. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, before my brain can even process this, it I take a deep breath and i fucking gag on a smell. I don't know what the smell is, but it's fucking bad, almost like a rotting food mixed with b o Oh, my fucking god there were There were crusty plates on the floor in the hallway leading from the front door to the living room and well uh, and I'm, like, gagging at this point. I'm like, dude, you live like this? I didn't say this. Because, like... He is... He's a spastic person. And I'm not trying to fight with him. Honestly, I, I just want nothing to do with him. But, anyway, back to the story. So, he's like, sorry about the mess. I have a migraine. Now, this... This amount of mess, this amount of shit covering the floor, this is not because of a migraine, all right? This is because of like a mental illness. This is because you are a fucking lazy person. So he says, I have a, I have a migraine, that's why it's so messy. There's plates that have been there for weeks, months even, and it smells like it too. So I make a joke almost to make him feel less, con- less self-conscious. I was like, oh, is it your time of the month? That why you got, you got a headache and you're not cleaning the house. And he smiles. But at first, I, but I'm like, really, what do you do all day? Anybody who calls me a sexist, listen to this fucking statement. His woman is at work. All right. She's providing for the house. What's this jag off doing? Nothing. He's sitting at home sleeping until noon. And his successful friend is coming over to help him study. I'm like you can't clean. You can't do the dishes. Like what kind of a man are you? Take care of your shit. Like if I was his girlfriend, I'd be pissed when I came home. What do you do all day? What is the purpose of you? I, n- I guarantee his dick is not big enough to warrant this kind of behavior. His pussy-eating skills is not up to par for living like this. He also had a snake in his living room. Not, not like roaming around free, but like in a cage. Spotless. I, I want to say that that's part of the smell, too. So you have a reptile, gigantic python reptile. Food on the floor, crusted onto plates, pizza boxes stacked high, and grime. We haven't even studied yet, and I already want to leave. This place was disgusting; it was embarrassing. And he, he even... and here's what here's what he does. He knows that I do most of the work and he's like, I'm so grateful for you doing all the work. You should come over one night and my fiance will cook you dinner. And I'm like, what are you going to make me do? Was your wife going to fuck me? So I was like, yeah, that'd be nice. I'll come over. I'll meet because I want to be friendly with the guy. I will be friends with someone until they prove otherwise, until they prove that I am Until they prove that they are not worth my time. So I get over there, and I see dirty clothes on the oven. I'm not eating food that has your nasty-ass clothes just piled on it. First of all, that's a fucking fire hazard. So I get to, uh, I'm like, alright, so you want to sit on the couch and study? And he's like, yeah. On the table by the couch, the coffee table, there's two bongs with so much fucking I forget what it is. It's not mold, but it's like that black shit that gets into bongs and smoking pipes, resin I think it is. I don't know. But I'm just like, all right, this bong is easily eighty dollars. It was a nice one. It was a nice piece of glasswork. Surrounding it is just fast food wrappers and snack wrappers and fucking everything. Grime. Dirt. So I walk over to the couch and there's a bunch of shit on it. Crumbs. And he just just does that quick swipe that you do when you have a messy car and somebody's getting in so you just swipe the shit off. It was like that. And I'm not talking about like this guy was just eating a sandwich. Like, oh fuck, my, my bad. No, that this was like multiple types of food. There was chips. There was breadcrumbs. I, I don't. I didn't take it to a lab and analyze it, but it was bad. So he excuses himself, and I'm sitting there on the couch and this nasty ass couch. I'm like, I see one cockroach, I'm out place is fucking gross. I have to call my mom. So I call her, I FaceTime her, and she answers and I'm like, don't say anything, just look. And I'm like whispering this. So I turn my camera on, turn it around, and she looks at it and she's like, oh my God. And then I hang up because I can hear I'm fucking coming down the hallway because I can hear the trash being moved to the side and all the cans and bottles flipping over crashing into each other you're not sneaking up on anybody in that house I'll tell you that he gets back to the couch and he just starts smoking weed he takes a little one hitter starts breaking down a gram of weed and he's like you want some i was like no we're going to study Now, full disclosure, I had a couple beers before I came over. Not directly, but I was drinking earlier that day. And here's the thing. Smoke weed. Don't smoke weed. I don't give a fuck. Learn when to do it. You invite me over to study, to use our brains. And I show up and you're fucking smoking weed. And you're going to make me fucking explain to you, like... Force it down your stupid fucking skull. All of the information that I already know. I'm doing this for you, princess. Alright? I already know my shit. I'm doing this as a favor to you. And you don't have the respect... To be sober. To be... Conscious... And I know all the stoners are going to be like, there's so, there's so many functioning stoners that I know. Bullshit. Do you know how much better they would be if they wouldn't smoke? See, that's the one thing I can't, I can't stand about stoners. It's like smoke weed when it's recreational. People smoke weed like it's, like it's water. Could you imagine if people drank alcohol like they smoked weed? Wake up in the morning, have one beer, have a beer on the way to work, have have a beer after, after lunch, and then have, like, what, three more beers when they get home? What a fucking life. Being a slave to a substance. I'm just watching him smoke weed and tell me some bullshit story. He was like, he was telling me about like this one time he got jumped by two guys, but he had like a, whatever that raptor claw blade is. The, I don't know, it comes from Indonesia. He was like, I had two of those and I had two of those blades and these guys were jumping me. Not only did he have time to put them on, but he had time to open them and he had time to slice both of them. He's like, so I sliced both of them on their arms and they ran away bleeding, but the cops showed up and he's like, the cops were questioning me. Like, did you see who did this? And he, I'm he's like, I'm holding my, my, the blades in my pat in my pocket. And he's like, no, I didn't see anything. And he's like, well, the guy, the guy said that it was me and that, but the cops just let me go. I was like, great. Assault with a deadly deadly weapon. And the cops were just like, hmm yeah, that makes sense. <sighs> Fucking liar. I'm not gonna say what what motorcycle club he claimed to have been in, but uh he he told me a story once where he was in a motorcycle club here in Chicago, a very popular one. and everything about it was wrong. Me, I love gang shit. I love the cultures, the dynamics, the the ways of making money. I love listening and I love learning about it. So I'm like the worst person to to false claim that you're in a gang. He's like I was like, "Oh, so uh how long did it take?" He's like, "So we all had our vests. I'm like, you called it a vest? It's called a cut. Motorcycle clubs have cuts, not vests. He's like, yeah, my cut. And I was like, oh, how long did did it take to get there? He's like, I got it like two weeks after I joined. You don't get a cut two weeks after you join a motorcycle club. It takes months, maybe even years to be a prospect and then blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm not even going to go into the whole story, but basically said, I quit the gang and then they showed up at my house, but I was having a party that day and there was a bunch of Italians there with guns. My family's Italian and we all had guns. No they fucking didn't. The outlaws didn't show oh the best part is like we were we lived next to the mayor of our town and even he was over here. He called off the police I was like, why didn't you call the police? And I'm just like, this guy's a fucking psychopath. So, I'm at his house studying with that person. And it takes us an hour and a half to start studying. Because he won't stop telling me these bullshit stories. Eventually, I was just like, alright, we gotta start studying. He's like, yeah, you're right. Let me just smoke one more time. He smoked an entire gram of weed. Some people, that's not a lot, because there's always stoners who are just like, huh, I-, I could smoke that in in an hour. Great, congratulations, you're the president of downtown Coolville, fucking loser. We start studying. So my my method of studying was, I'll read I'll read the book. And I'll explain it to him as we go. But he wasn't interested. I tried that and he's like, wait, I don't understand what that means. Like, first of all, don't get an attitude with me. I'm here for you. And he's like, can I just copy down what you have highlighted? I was like, sure. So he's copying down everything that I had highlighted already. And then at the end of it, he's he's just like, you keep checking your phone, you, you you, probably want to leave, right? But he said it more cunty than that. He's like, well, I'll let you go soon because you keep checking your phone. I was like, all right. Now, here is, what I, here is why I'm making this podcast. This episode of this podcast is because of this statement. I kept my boots on when I walked into his apartment. I was there for like three hours. And you know what he says to me? He's like. You know. Uh, I study Japanese culture. And. Uh, one one thing that I really. Really like about Japanese culture is. Um, it, it's a great sign of respect. To take your shoes off. When you enter somebody's house. He's like. It's your first time, so I'll let it slide this time. But next time, take your boots off. I'm like, first of all, cunt. I'm wearing my boots so that I protect my socks and my feet from stepping in some strange puddle that you and your fucking fiance left. You spilled a bowl of milk or a bowl of cereal and the milk solidified, turned into some... Something out of Greek mythology then died and then is fermenting in your fucking carpet. I don't want that. I don't want to step in that, have it soak into my skin and have my feet grow mushrooms or some shit like that. Second of all, are you really worried about the carpet? Or do you just want some kind of pride? You want something to. To make me feel humble about. Fuck you. I don't respect his place. I don't respect him. I'm, I am I. want the person listening to this. I want you to know. I want you to be self-conscious. I want you to be aware of how you are acting. How you are living. The shit you say. The shit you do. Is all being judged by those around you. And that's okay. All psychologists. Everybody in the mental health field will say that self-awareness is one of the best things in the world. If people are making fun of you. Sometimes they're right. I am making fun of him. Because I'm right. And you know what I fucking did? My room's not perfect either. My room. Not my house. My room. I came home that day. And I was disgusted. I was talking to my mom. And I'm like, this guy's apartment is just like fucking disgusting. So I spent the rest of my day perfecting my room. Cleaning it. Top to bottom. That's how disturbing this guy is. Now, story doesn't end there. He got an A on his test, and he's like, "Yeah, next time, we're we're gonna have to go over to your place to study." I was like, "I want. I don't want you near my house. I don't want you knowing where I live. I don't want to go outside one day and you're just like in the bushes watching me trying to steal my notes again." There's something odd about you. It's creepy. You need help. I don't want to be your friend. You disgust me. And if you're listening to this, my partner, I want you to know that we are not friends. I tried to be your friend, but you you have proven at every single turn why you are the worst friend. When you got your unemployment check, did you buy me a sandwich? No. Did you buy me a coffee? No. Did you offer when you went to 7-Eleven? Did you offer to bring me something? No. Did you show me respect by being sober when I'm trying to explain shit to you? Every time you show up to class high... And I have to do all the work because you, you have zero processing power? No. Now, yesterday, we had our one, one final homework assignment. I finished it early, turned it in yesterday. And he sees me handing it in. And he's like, Hey, did you already do the homework assignment? I was like, yeah, you just saw me turn it in. And he's like, shit. He's like, I wanted to copy that. What do you mean you wanted to copy it? And I was like, it takes seven minutes to do. It's definitions out of the book. Word for word. It's not hard. And he was like, yeah. And then he just starts lit. see he's a complainer. He has to list everything that's going on in his life. He's like, yeah, but I got to go here after school and I have to do this. I was like, we have 15 hours before the next class starts. Are you telling me that you don't have an hour to answer 20 questions? That's what you're saying to me. Loser. It Doesn't stop there. Three hours later, I'm at home. I'm skateboarding. I'm hanging out. I'm big vibing with my family. He texts me on Snapchat. Hey, do you have the answers for the homework? We had this conversation three hours ago. What the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, no, I turned it in. And he's like, fuck. Like with an exclam- exclamation point. I'm like, alright. So I, I ignored him. Like, I'm not fucking dealing with you. I'm not letting you influence my life, you fucking loser. Get your loser germs away from me. You're contagious. Fuck off. 20 minutes later, another text. And I ignore it. And I'm explaining to my little brother. I'm like, you know, th- there's some people who treat you like that, like they're on your payroll. Or they're you're on their payroll. My little brother, I'm, I told him the story. He's laughing at him. That's bad when a little kid's laughing at your life. And, uh, and he's like, answer it, open it. I want to see what he said. I said, I know what he says. He's going to ask me to explain it in detail over text how to do the homework sink or swim man gravy trains leaving so i ignored it explained to my brother yeah i I don't work for him i don't have to answer him he's not even my friend 20 minutes later he texts me again i don't i don't open until like nine o'clock at night when i'm about to go to bed I open it and it says, how the fuck do we do the math? I don't understand this. Then the next text message. I need an example. How do I do? How do I calculate this? I, I ignored him. I was like, I don't fucking care. Read the book. Be sober for an hour. Try. No, he, he just wants me to solve all of his problems. And you know what? He'll make me out to be the asshole. Like, oh, Derek's so fucking selfish. (laughs) Fuck that guy. I'm done with him. I have no use for him. He's a burden on my life. Nobody else in the class likes him because he's an asshole. He's an asshole and he's weird. So, uh... I have about five more classes before I am rid of him. Not forever. He's still going to be in my class, but I am not going to be his partner. He even told me, he's like, I'm banking on you being my partner, which basically means that he knows that he's worthless and he's stupid, but he needs me to save him. Fuck him. I almost want to have him on the podcast just so that you guys can fucking hear the shit that comes out of his mouth. I have to get ready for school. And I I need to start making some moves on getting a new partner. There's a couple dudes that I'm like, hey, I'm a hard worker. You've seen me. You know me. I'm putting in the work. I'll be your partner. There's one thing I love about my current teacher is that he's not a pussy. He's an old jarhead. And you know what he told us last week? He's like, "Level 1, we put you in partners because you don't know anyone. Level 2, you can pick your own partners." Level 2, you pick your own partners. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't have a partner, it's a good indication that nobody wants to deal with you. The smart kids, all, all the smart kids are going to link up. They're going to get together and they're going to be, continue being smart people. And as he said that, my partner turns around, looks me in the eyes, frightened. And then he realizes what he's doing. And then he turns back around. How fucking sad. You're pathetic. Anyway, I need to get ready for school. And that's probably part one of the saga of red. My partner at trade school. Have a good day, everyone. You know what? Final thoughts. I forgot about that. If you feel like there's someone in your life who is your crutch, appreciate them. I'm not saying that you have to stop uh benefiting from them. All I'm saying is try to be better. Don't be a parasite. And if you smoke weed all day, nobody cares. People are sad. It feel bad for you, unless you hang out with other stoners. Birds of a fa- birds of a feather flock together. Sorry, I'm a retarded genius. I just I just hate stoners. Like they're fun at parties, fun on podcasts. I'm assuming, but in real life, it's sad. Especially the older you get. Have a good day, everyone.